everyone. Welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where I force my friends to watch a movie they've never seen, or they gently ask me to watch a movie that I've never seen. I am Lauren, and I too have once cut my hair too short, and it didn't look good. Every, I think every girl has to make that mistake. Was <laughs> I was like 14. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. And my name is Steven, but you should know that already because I've been here a few times. Mm-hmm. Just a few. And uh, I've been working on the same late 2000s emo rock teen dramedy script. It's a mouthful since like 2016. <laughs> and I'm a bad writer for waiting that long. And <laughs> I have never seen The Edge of 17. <laughs> okay speaking of your script i'm gonna i'm just gonna bring throw this out there it's so good you have no idea how good it is and so when i i okay on okay first of all i'm super excited that we're doing this movie and you know, as it was going on, I'm like, I can't wait to do this episode with with Steven because one, because of that script, mm-hmm. for real. I did want we'll delve a little bit more into yeah, it. Yeah. I do want to ask you more about it. Yeah, yeah. I have read it. It's really, really good. I know you've taken some time to write it, but hey, that's what it, that's what it takes. Okay. I also do want to mention that it is January first of 2021. Hoping it's going to be better. It, it can't get any worse. <laughs> it can't okay, get any worse. Okay. okay. I'm also glad that we did this one. Uh, like we got this was kind of like the first movie of the year. Technically, yeah, yeah it's a good start. It's, it's a really good, good, really, really good start. So, tell me a little bit about what you knew of the movie and why you never had seen it before. Okay, so going back, there's a, a history for this actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew it started Haley Seinfeld, and that's kind of all I knew for a bit. Um, and I, I love Haley Steinfeld, by the way. She's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's a good actress. And I remember hearing this movie a lot. I'm a teacher, as I've mentioned before, from some of my students. But I remember hearing about it a little bit later. And there's there's a side story with that. But uh, I remember she was in Bumblebee. And she had a crazy month where she had, like, Bumblebee one week. And the next week was, like, Spider-Verse. It was like, dude. Talk oh, about making, she's in that one, right? Yeah, talk about making, like... So much money in a matter of two weeks. <laughs> I know. Like, legitimately. I, I just knew it. I had something to do with education. I thought, I thought it was going to be something with school. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, I wasn't entirely wrong, but I wasn't exactly right here. Um, and I thought it was going to be about, like, her relationship with her teacher the whole time. And that's kind of all I knew uh, about it. Yeah, right. Uh, and I also knew just from one of my friends uh, who told me that... And they didn't tell me much, but they said a character kind of wants to kill themselves in the movie. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's, that's, why am I going to watch that? Yeah. Uh, Did you think this was like a serious movie? Yes. The entire, like, I, I go into this, I thought it would uh-huh. be very, I, I, I thought it'd be a comedy. I knew there'd be some dramedy elements to it, okay. but I thought it'd be a little more like serious. Legit. More like perks of being a wallflower yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Okay. Perks is so good. <laughs> that's a, I love Stephen Chopsky. Uh, uh-huh. And I, I was like, why is it named after a Stephen Nick song? Was the other thing that came into my head as well. I don't know if that means anything. So a little, okay, I'll kind of dive into a little. There wasn't a lot of trivia. We'll go into Alex's IMDb facts. There isn't really much. Um, one other title was Besties. No mm. good. That's no, not good. no, it's not good. Not if good. Better. I just said, it, yeah, it's way better. And I don't really know if it has any kind of relation with the song. I don't. Does it really mention that? Maybe it does. I don't really know a lot uh, about that song. You can pull up the lyrics right now. Let's pull it up. Let's pull it up because I. I, I mean, I, yeah, Fleetwood Mac, and sure. I, and then I'll tell you why I haven't seen it yet. Okay. 
I could kind of see some things here. Really? Yeah. No. What are what are some lines? Well, I went today. Maybe I'll go again tomorrow. Yeah. Well, the music's there. It was hauntingly familiar. Well, I see you doing what I tried to do for me with the words from a poet and a voice from a choir and a melody and nothing else mattered. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess I could see it a little mm-hmm. bit too. Yeah. I went old with I went forward with an age old desire to please on the edge of seventeen. Mm-hmm. That's the part where I think that hits the, hits the really nicely. Yeah, it really does. I mean, seventeen is not an easy age, I, but I, I, I think <laughs> we'll talk about that later too. I know. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you, like, because I mean, you do see a lot of like the difficulty. I mean, this is such a fantastic coming of age movie, isn't it? Yes. Dude, it's fucking it's, good. It's, really it's good. iconic. Yeah, like, and this is up there, like, for iconic, like, coming of age movies. Like, mm-hmm. like it's like a 16 candles, but, like, for oh, the modern gosh, generation, yeah. like, so much, like, like legitimately. Yeah. You know what's wild? I kind of count 16 candles as the last movie I saw in 2020 because I saw the intro. I do need to sit and rewatch it. I mm-hmm. love that movie so much. Mm-hmm. I actually do have a 16 candles reference. I kind of caught it. Like, this is my, okay, this is my only second time seeing this movie. And I saw it, like, when it was first kind of coming out on those, like, you know, movie channels like HBO, Stars, whatever. Uh, I put it on uh, one morning and just watched it. I, of course, I had heard about it. My sister tagged Eric and I on Facebook, like, we need to go see this movie. And I was like, fuck, this trailer is amazing. It's actually the first scene in the movie. That's like the trailer. Wow. I never even saw the trailer. You never saw no, it? Never oh, even man. Seen the trailer. Okay, I thought maybe you knew a lot. I did not know. That I will tell you how, like, a, lo- a little more about when I talk about why I didn't watch it either. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, and I saw it and it was, it would, didn't so I've seen the trailer. I was really excited about it. I didn't go to the theater to see it, but I was really excited to finally watch it. But it, the plot was not at all what I expected, right? No. Shit. <laughs> no, not at all. It was nothing else that I expected. And I, yeah. have, I have some like curiosity notes on that too. But mm-hmm. as for like having not sat through it, yeah. Um, you know, it's going to sound stupid. I just never had the... It's not that I didn't have the time. I definitely had the time. Yeah. I don't know. that I just... There are movies that I, I have full intention of seeing at some point in my life. Mm-hmm. I've just never seen them. Yeah. I've always wanted to watch Lady Bird because I love Sir Sharon and never yeah. watched it. It's there. I've never seen Dunkirk. Oh, so you still, you still haven't seen no, Lady Bird? No. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. Yeah. And I really want to see it. Uh, again, I, I, I've never seen Dunkirk and I love Christopher Nolan. Like, yeah. There's just movies that are just on this list of things that I'll get around to it and I know I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just haven't done it. And, you know, I remember hearing about Edge of 17, probably like my second year of teaching. Yeah. Because this came out like 2016. 2016, yeah. yeah. And I started teaching in fall of 2016, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay. 19, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this year's 21. That's wild. Graduating class 21. Mm-hmm. I think that's correct. Is it fall? I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, I, I've been teaching for six years. Okay. So we'll, we'll just go <laughs> with that. And I remember one of my students at the time... Uh, and they're they're friends with me now. Now that you know they're already, it's gross to think a lot of my first graduating class is like twenty three. Dude, that's wild. That's, yeah, that's, that's wow. Um, <laughs> and they brought this up to me. And they're like, they said, "Oh, you you like a chop a lot. It's uh, the topic's pretty real, and you you kind of like the teacher." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> I, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't really like teacher movies a lot." Uh huh. Um, I mean, having seen it, I'm, I'm 
decently okay with that compliment now. I like it. Yeah. And then you brought it up to me like two years ago because it's yeah. been that long. Like it's been sitting on the stuff we're going to watch for like two years. <laughs> kind of like New Year's resolutions. Yeah. You just don't get yeah. to them. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I kept saying forever I was going to watch it. I think I even told you I'll watch it this weekend. And I think at one point we had plans to do it mm-hmm. and then we watched Sing Street instead. Yeah, <laughs> like we kept. But that's a, that's a better choice. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Sing Street. Yeah, Sing Street is. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. we kept doing that, right? Like right. over and over. And you know, Sing Street going to that really helped me a lot too from my movie I was writing. Right. I just started like drafting the ideas for it, and uh, you know, I got like 40, 50 pages left still. It's already too long. It's too long. But uh, still, it's it's it doesn't feel long. If that makes any sense, yeah. we'll kind of talk. We'll we'll yeah, have to talk about the, it. But then you brought this up, like I said, and you said, "No, watch it. It's good. It's you'll you'll like it." And a this lot. is before the podcast. This is well before the podcast. Like, yeah. And I think it said, "I think it has some of the themes you're going for." Right. So, and I was like, okay. And again, like I said earlier, I'd be like, "Oh, I'll go watch it." I probably end up watching Mighty Ducks or something for like the hundredth time because I'm. <laughs> It's not even a good movie. It's just my nostalgia. I need to see it as an adult. It's so good. I haven't seen it as I love an adult. It. Like, I love it to death, but it's not a good movie. Uh-huh. Like, half the sports movies we, you like growing up are not good. <laughs> but, like, you enjoy them. Right. But, uh, you know, it, it finally just came to fruition mm-hmm. when we watched this. Um, yeah. And I guess as a teacher, I was really interested in how are they going to portray something kind of real? Because, again, I thought it was like... She's going to reach out to him. There has to be like some kind of like, <laughs> yeah. he's going to have to report it. He's going to have to like help her figure so out. So you never issues. got the tone of it because you never saw the trailer. I never saw the trailer. So you're just, this is like word of mouth. Yeah. That's difficult. So I thought it would be, I knew there'd be some funny parts because yeah. it's a high school movie and there's going right. to be funny parts naturally. And I thought maybe that the funny parts would be like more towards the, like the middle and the end when she kind of, kind of like a Juno where she kind of grows up a little right, bit. Right, right. Which it is like a Juno. It is. Like in, in almost. It's also kind of like an easy A too. Yeah, no, it, I that, get that, easy that was, A vibes. That was actually my other comparison I was going to make. Yeah. This is much more of an easy A with yeah. a little bit of Juno in there. But I thought it would start off kind of like, uh, man, I wish I would have seen this movie years ago, by the way. <laughs> Because I love I Juno. Juno is one of my favorite movies of all time. It just reminds me a lot. And I love yeah. EZA. But um, I thought it would fit the same mold and category of it. And man, was I wrong on that. I, I seriously yeah. thought it would start. Because I, I saw that scene. I'm like, okay. Either she's done this before because he's too <laughs> calm. Yeah. Uh, or he doesn't know what to do. And I was like, okay, how are we going to cover this? Because I, I, this is a really touchy topic for education legitimately oh yeah like, oh like, it's pretty rough and i'm yeah. like oh man how are they gonna handle that because i don't like hollywood when they handle real issues sometimes yeah but uh you know it was, it was- <laughs> that, that was a curiosity man yeah that was a curiosity yeah man i'm just okay i don't know a lot about Hi- um Haley steinfeld yeah is that how you so, say it yeah okay so you were pretty like no like how did you even know about her? I don't think I heard about her ever uh, before I, this movie. I saw her. I know I saw, I saw her in Bumblebee was a big thing. Yes, I, I, like that was like I think that might have been like the first live action movie. But I know she did True Grit when she was very little. Okay, uh, and I've only mm-hmm. seen that movie like once, and it was a long. It was time. a remake, right? Yeah, it was a remake, and I and I, I, it was a big deal back then. And it's been I think I saw the year it came out, and I think that came out like in twenty ten maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a long time ago when True Grit came out. I'm actually going to look it up so I can not be wrong. Yeah. It's 2010. I was right. Okay, yeah. Okay. So that means, she, like, we were still in high school at that time. Like, like yeah. I, was, I was. Well, depending on what time of year. Oh, right. I was, like, already out of high school, but that's still pretty, like, a while That's ago. a long time ago. It's and, 10 years ago. But then, like, 
when I first heard of her like as an actress was probably Bumblebee. And uh, the minute her character was like, oh, yeah, listens to the Smiths. Okay, we're good. That's right. all I need. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's all I need. <laughs> same thing here. She plays a lot of the same um, personality quirk character in her right. film. Uh, and it's 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 the way that casting goes always for teenage films. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know she's a big fan of like Morrissey and the Smiths as well. So okay, that's why it makes was, sense. It makes sense. Like she's she a singer, though. Yeah, she's a singer. Okay, see, I thought... Oh, she's like a singer, but also an actress. I thought that's how it was going. Yeah. Now I'm seeing it as she was this child, childlike actress who came out in this big, big movie, and she was nominated for an Oscar for that. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, that's crazy. I'm looking at her her list of which she did Ender's Game as well. I I don't. I think I saw the ending of that movie. Yeah. And I didn't even know she was in it. So that's something she was in Pitch Perfect 2. I've never seen any of the Pitch Perfect movies. Oh, I think that was my first like impression of her don't, ever. Don't hurt me. I've never seen the Pitch Perfect. Um movies. it's I'm not going to hurt you. Okay. You don't need and to I see think, them. <laughs> and I think another reason I found out about Haley Seinfeld is cuz I like Taylor Swift's music. Mm-hmm. And like I know they I I I, they're probably friends at one point. I don't know. I'm not I mean, I, I could see they it. They seem to be I in could the, see the same category. Mm-hmm. So that's probably also where I'm like, hmm, who's this? Yeah. Um, but Edge of 17 was like, might have been like her first big, big role. But I remember seeing Spider-Verse because she did Gwen's voice. Mm-hmm. And then she did Bumblebee. Um, and that's been like her career since then. And yeah. I know she's going to be doing a, a Marvel show coming up. Yeah, she's. Uh, it looks like she's going to be in the Hawkeye one. Yeah, she's going to be Kate Bishop. Pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, she's going up and up yeah. for real. Obviously, I think uh, she does music, but I'm. I don't know. She's in that weird spot where is she an actress or is she a musician? Yeah, maybe it's like an Anna Kendrick thing. You yeah. know how she's like an actress, but she's like, oh, she sings. Yeah. Speaking of Pitch Perfect, but I mean, I don't know. I guess it, it just works. She's. I guess I had a really different impression of her when I saw this movie. So I didn't, I actually watched the, I mean, I would watch like all award shows and shit um, all the time. And I remember seeing the Golden Globes for in 2017, right? So she was at the Golden Globes. The only reason I remember her is because she wore the most like gorgeous Vera Wang dress, like lavender. It was so pretty. And I'm like, what's she doing here, right? Yes, look it up. Okay, you know what? She was nominated for a Golden Globe for this movie. Really? And you know who? Um, you know who happened to win that year? Who? <laughs> Emma Stone for La La Land. Oh wow! So, but I also wrote down. I wanted to take note of who else that she was like with. It was um. Because you know how, like, at the Golden Globes, it's, like, uh, a musical or comedy. They mm-hmm. have that yeah, separate yeah, from that. Separate, like, they're supposed to. Like, yeah, like they're supposed to. <laughs> um, but she was up against Lily Collins, Annette Benning, Meryl Streep, and then Emma Stone. That's, that's a, hard. That is that's hard. hard. But I think that's um, kind of an honor to be nominated yeah. in that. That um, shows your talent. Exactly. To be in that group. Yeah. Because like Emma Stone had the easy A thing and you saw the Yes. You saw the charisma, you saw the charm and and that's really what made her like lovable. And I think like Haley accomplished a lot of that as well. But I think Haley accomplished more of the emotional like shit mm-hmm. too. The emotional states because of all the stuff that obviously it seemed a little bit darker than Easy A, uh, 
But I mean, because like home life, really difficult. Yeah, very, we'll talk about that. I have a lot of notes on that. Yeah, very relate, very relatable for a lot of people. Uh-huh. And you know, in Easy A, her her family's fucking cool. Yeah, her mom is like awesome <laughs> with her. Her dad's a dork. I know Easy it's a. so good. Like that's another appeal of that movie is seriously her home life. Yeah. But so that's an interesting difference. And I was really, I thought it was kind of cool that she was kind of up there with Emma Stone for something kind of similar that she's done. So she's becoming. Like a, she's getting recognized. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, she's like 24. She's a couple years younger than us. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's already, I mean, being in an that, Oscar that, that, moment. That's good. Uh, yeah. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Another thing about her is not, she's not like other actresses and uh, looks real. She's got real beauty in her. Mm-hmm. She's not somebody that's fucking skinny and like <laughs> made up. And I don't know if that makes any sense. No, I but get it. It's, it's, I there's, totally there's just something about her that's like, she's very cute, but and very real. And that's what makes her extremely beautiful. Yeah. It's funny. The one thing that kind of, and it, it doesn't throw me off. I think the movie's great. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing with Easy A. In what universe is Haley Seinfeld not pretty at high school? I like, know. Like, let's be real. Like, let's, like let's, be, let's be honest. I know. It's like Eric always brings up, like, I just, I don't fucking get how people don't think Rachel Lee Cook and she's all that. It's <laughs> like not, she's already fucking cute with the glasses. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it's Hollywood for it, you. It's Hollywood for you. I'm just I like, mean, in what universe is she not, is she not at least cute by somebody's standards? Seriously. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of sad, right? Like, I mean, I'm already kind of diving into the movie, but I just want to bring it up real quick. Like, when she was, like, puking after drinking. Oh, man. Yeah, and that I, was ugly to see her. Uh, I didn't, <laughs> unexpected. I, I, that was unexpected. Uh, it was <laughs> it was gross. It's, it's funny. Like, going into the film, like, after just the first scene, I'm like, is this the 80s? Was my first thought oh, for a okay. there. Because mm-hmm. the music and everything. And then, oh, they said it was 2011. But I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like huh. Because she has like this big thing where she puts a lot of eighty stuff in her in her in the yeah. films that she's in. I mm-hmm. think she actually does have a genuine love for that. Oh, I wouldn't period. be surprised. Yeah. Um, which is funny because she's younger, mm-hmm. so that must be like parental influence or whatever. Her dialogue is brilliant. Oh my god! It, uh, her snarkiness is—it's <laughs> incredible. It's like up to par with like who is now Elliot Page, like yeah. in Juno. Yeah, no, it's Elliot Page and Juno. Like e- that. seriously, like, it's, it's it's the same level, and it, it's freaking amazing. Um, from the beginning, just uh, I, I got some like as a teacher, I got some interesting thoughts. So I'll okay. talk about that too. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, her back on her her life with her brother and everything, having to always like mentally compare herself to her brother was a definitely a That's big. That's hard. It's hard, especially because like love my family and it wasn't like that. But I always thought I wasn't as good as my brother growing up. Like legit, mm-hmm. even though him and I are like really close and we're all great. It it just you know it was just a thing. There is that thing. There is a thing. Um, and that sucks. I can only imagine how that must be. Mm-hmm. Um, and her dad was such a good character. I man. know. Did you expect that? Yeah. Okay, it's kind of obvious, right? Yeah. When you're watching yeah. it, you're like, you know where it's going. Yeah, you know the trope. It, it's yeah. a good one. Um, yeah. But it's so sad, man. Just, oh, yeah. I really thought that song would come up again later on. Yeah, so did I. I, I thought that'd come up like The Billy Joel one? Yeah, I thought yeah. that'd make more sense if that played into it. Because, you know, it, even in Bumblebee, I don't know if you've ever seen it, she has a very similar, literally a similar plot line. Yeah. Where her mm-hmm. dad's not there. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, was sin- I went to see Bumblebee and you were there. I remember Eric and I went um, just randomly. It's not something we had to see, but I think, I don't know. I guess we just went to see it. And you were like five rows above. Like, we didn't plan this. We just met up. You don't remember this? No. (laughs) I remember you. you. And I knew that you were like 
there because of Haley Seinfeld. That's I true. knew That's I knew you liked her. And the fact that you were seeing that movie yeah. first before this one is still pretty crazy to me. I saw the dad coming. That was a good scene. Like yeah. I, it was tragic. So heart attack, you think? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No doubt heart attack. And Ugh, that's just... man. Yeah. It, it, I can't imagine. I laughed before when she was doing Napoleon Dynamite hair stuff. Like, that oh was, my that, god, that murdered me. That murdered me so. I bad. was like, I felt that. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. You think it's going to be a good decision, and it's not. <laughs> Am I going to blame Mandy Moore and who came out and how to deal, and she did that and just looked great? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit, but <laughs> there's always someone they blame. For, right for, for the hair, right? Yes, because you have an influence. It's look quite that way right or even Winona Ryder and Girl Interrupted oh yeah Girl it's not you know Pixies or not everyone can do them but that, yeah that's facts but I was uh, really into the plot line as well I liked her opening really I, I will talk about Krista too but I liked her opening relationship yeah. with Krista a lot too oh my god yeah I wrote that down as probably one of my favorite scenes because it's so endearing it's so lovely it, it's it's cute man. it's really with, with cute fuzzy thingy yeah friend. the little worm yeah. I know it's so cute <laughs> like two hours later <laughs> And, yeah, you know, as as a teacher, I, I see that. Mm-hmm. I told even in, in the high school level, I see yeah. that. that. That's honestly where this movie hit me a lot. Like at one point in this movie, I think at some point I put, man, I just miss teaching. Like literally, oh, like yeah. like I, I mean, I'm teaching currently, but like in in person, in, like oh, I kept right, I kept seeing yeah. them go at their desk, and I'm just like. I missed that. Shit. The little things, dude. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that one was interesting for me. Uh, let's see here. And this is me as a teacher my first year. I've, I've had so many similar conversations with my students. Yeah. Where I'm, I would sit there literally with like my headphones, just listening to whatever. And the class would start after lunch. I'm like, oh yeah. And they take everything off and get going like, oh, what are you doing? Listening to music. Yeah, that's all you do during lunch? Yeah. You don't do anything? Nope. This is what I do. I teach. Uh huh. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that was like that was like my first year when I was like kind of figuring things out still, and I yeah. think it's why I related to it. Like my first year, uh, my teacher was great too for Snark. Um, Woody Harrelson was, yes. was awesome in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with every decision he made as a teacher. We'll talk about that too. But um, <laughs> okay. but his overall attitude and just like. His genuine care for his students, even though it's all filled with sarcasm, right? I I get that. Yeah, I get that a lot. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I don't understand how I'm people's favorite teacher. I'll never get that. Yeah. Uh, but that's me. Apparently, mm-hmm. I, I just live for sarcastic dad humor in class. Apparently, <laughs> not that I mean to. And that's and that's what it becomes. Like, yeah, I I have people when school is in actual play. My I don't have lunch because mm-hmm. like I'll eat lunch at my desk and then there's. 15 people coming to hang out in my room for right. lunch. Yeah. Just so they can not be in the in the cafeteria, which Dang. is a few feet away. Yeah. Because they want to hang out in there. That's wild, and though. It, it, and I'm just listening to music, except I have my speaker on. That's the difference. Yeah. Wow. Do you guys just talk and hang out? I remember you mentioning that, like, uh, that'll it, it happen. It depends on the year. It depends on the students. I have some we talk about sports. I have some we talk about, we watch ghost videos and whatnot, like the ones I've shown you. Oh, um, God. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, those uh-huh. are great. Um, and then some will, sometimes you get serious depending mm-hmm. on the issue. Sometimes I've said after school because a student needs to talk about something serious and it'll mm-hmm. be them and their friends and we're sitting there helping them break it down as much as I can. Yeah. So I, I totally been there right i've been there uh and as a teacher one thing i think he did really well was the how am i supposed how do i respond to this yeah because it is hard 
to maneuver the minefield where you're supposed to do because you don't want to upset them further because you want to make them feel cared about yeah. and that you're there for them. Uh, but you don't want to give really bad advice either mm-hmm. and, and potentially make it worse. So you have to give like a middle ground of caring but real eval. Yes. Which like is, the other half of a cookie. Yeah, like the other <laughs> half. And, and yeah. I bring food to school to give. I don't, I'm not yeah. going to eat it. I'm not, it's just there in my bag. I'm like, you can have it. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Like, that's just, this is a thing. This is not yeah. a lie. Like, teachers do that. Yeah, that's nice. It, it's like when he gave her that, I was like, that's me. That's, yeah. that's actually me. I was wondering teacher. what you were going to think about all that because I know, you know, you've told me about your experiences with like students and and kind of those situations where – and I can't imagine how to deal with that. That yeah. is really difficult. Yeah, like I've never had someone tell me they're going to do like kill themselves. Yeah, I've never had that before. that's pretty rough. That's yeah. – uh, I mean because as, as a teacher, you got to report that. That's like – that's the rule. Like yeah. you can't do anything besides that. But I definitely have had some who've been like, I'm having a hard time. Mm-hmm. And so you try to help them out where you can. Yeah. And you give them counseling if they really need it. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes they don't even they don't even know. They just need to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And and that to me, that's one of the most important parts of this. Mm-hmm. Um and one of my one of my, my one of my friends, again, uh, they were my student at one point, mm-hmm. uh, told me years later the reason why my classroom was that because they would just sit in the back mm-hmm. and just like relax. Yeah. It was it was like mental freedom for them. It didn't have to go and have to be or portray anything they could just relax in there mm-hmm. and i didn't bother them i would just sit there and do my part or if i was even if i was on lunch break, i could just sit there and do stuff and they're there quietly and apparently that was just a big help yeah it was, it was a person that was there yeah and it wasn't a pressing matter it was whenever they needed to speak and i think that's why i made that relationship with my students at that time Mm-hmm. And I still push for that now, like it's like a big safe space, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so that is that is pretty pretty real stuff, right there. Right. On that part. Even yeah. the the good banter, though, like whenever she calls him bald. Yeah. And all that, that slaughtered me, man. Because <laughs> I have had those conversations. I, I have a yearly roast of me at the end of the year. Oh, geez. And I'm, well, and I'm, I, no one ever does it. <laughs> no one ever does it. I've only had it twice. I've only had people do it twice. Everyone's like, "You're too nice." Oh yeah. I'm like okay, whatever. I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so th- that was a really good relationship building process of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, her family life. Want to dig into that? Yeah, let's do it because it, it's rough. It's rough. Like, I don't know how I feel about her mom. I don't either. I like, really don't. I know her mom has good intentions, but it's paved gold to hell essentially. Mm-hmm. Because like, she's not a very good mom. No. I mean, even like as the child, like when she's a child trying to get her out of the car, it's like her dad has to be that person to step right. in. Like she she could not do that by herself, like at all. And and you feel bad for the mom knowing yeah. that like she's a single parent and is having to do this by herself. And that's very hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a parent, so I don't know how that feels like. I mean, I'm basically a surrogate half the time mm-hmm. in my life, but I'm not a full <laughs> parent, so I don't have to see that part right. of it. Um, and I can't imagine how hard that would be but the I, I think a lot of the tendencies that Nadine Nadine picks up in this yeah. film come from her mom too. Right, I know. I could see that also as well because I was thinking that too. Like they're like they have a lot of similarities. They have a lot of self centered nature. Yes, yeah. And whether it's by design or not, it mm-hmm. exists. And and to me, the scene that shows that is whenever. Uh, she goes to the party, which, by the way, I would not have gone to that Fucking party. Fucking hated that no, decision. No. I-, I mean, we try not to commentate as we're watching the movie, but I was like, um, no. Fuck that shit. I would have not gone to the no, party. Like, and we'll talk about that relationship, too. Yeah, that, that we're definitely going to have yeah, a big, we have big to get discussion. Yeah, we have to get into that. Yeah. But, like, 
whenever she calls her mom to pick her up, like you can tell Nadine wants to talk to her mom. Yeah. Like really mm-hmm. bad. But it, mom has to talk about her bad night with the dentist. Yeah. And like doesn't let the daughter speak mm-hmm. and does all the talking, which is why. And even she like comforts her. Yeah. It's that's it, it's, it's rough. reversed. It's reversed. That's rough. She, for she has like to a, put mm-hmm. aside her problems for her mom. I know. Ugh. And that's why when she talks to the guy, uh, what's the, his name again? Um, uh, the brother? No, not the brother. The uh, her her classmate, the one that she talks to at the end, the nerdy guy. Oh, um, um, is it Irwin? Irwin, yeah, yeah. Irwin, yeah. The, Who, who's yeah. a great character? I know. Who's actually just me in high school? But that's another. <laughs> that's that's the part about this movie that hits me. I I've been parts of all these characters, uh-huh. like legitimately. But like, she does the same thing to him. When, like, he's talking to her, and then she just does all the talking. <gasps> yeah, yeah. And that's picked up from her mom, like, immediately. You can just tell. Yeah. But she's found this, like, nice guy who her dad probably was as well with her mom and was able to, like, I guess, comfort her in the way, even though she does talk a lot about herself, mm-hmm. still find that way to just kind of tell her it's going to be okay. I don't know how I'm how I'm kind of going into this. This is just a thought that randomly popped in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of thinking about like what her parents' relationship was like. Yeah. Probably a really nice, well-balanced. I think so. You I think know? it was a good balance of both. I think the way they probably handled, I mean, they both love their kids, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think it might have been done to where like the mom, and it makes sense, like the mom's all about the son, making sure, you know, he wants to be a big, strong boy and dad mm-hmm. takes care of the daughter, which is like a very common thing in american culture mm-hmm. yeah and, they, and obviously they would cross at some point but that's a very big thing for for children mm-hmm. and i think the mom just never got her daughter yeah and that's the hard sucks. part that sucks because like the mom is even though they have some similarity which would be something to talk about getting to that point would be probably hard mm-hmm. for both of them to understand and realize oh well we're similar to each other yeah more without, than you think without it getting explosive exactly because it, it you can see it. Mm-hmm. I, I I love the one scene where she's like in her mom's office predicting everything she's gonna say. Yeah, and she's just literally there. Oh man, that was brilliant. That, I mean, that I was brilliant. Say. I mean, the last part of that scene I thought was really. Oh, it's up. really. I, I don't know how. That's where it hits like fucking rock bottom. Seriously, yeah, like I don't know how you could how you could tell your daughter, hey, your dad who you loved who died. He would be disappointed in you because <sighs> it's so not true. That's not. It's true. bullshit, and man. That's hard. Like I. I don't know, and again, not a parent, but I can't imagine what would go through your mind as a parent. Hey, let me tell my my child who's very vulnerable. Hey, your dad would be sad, would be upset with you. Like, yeah, how do you do that? Is it bad that I was like, kind of like, oh, she's just asleep, mm-hmm. even though she knows the son is taking care of it all, so she just goes to bed. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like as a like, I feel like a parent would stay up and not go to sleep on it because yeah. that's fucking rough. Um, I mean, I don't know if I want to go to the ending yet, but I guess since we're talking about the mother-daughter relationship, like, you know, with that text message exchange mm-hmm. they have where she's like, I'm safe. Like, she's just telling her that and her mom's like writing like, you know, multiple different kinds of messages like, you you, you need to get here or... Call me immediately. Yes, yeah. Like, like you could tell she's pissed off. But her having that resistance and saying, okay, I feel like you're getting this idea that it's going to be a little bit more... I feel like she knows she fucked up and I really hope she does. You don't really... I really hope she apologized to her. She, yeah. You, like, you don't really see that. Yeah, I think that's something that could have been touched on a little more. I think so too. I would have liked an okay, and then maybe, like, after she walks out of the movie and, like, she looks at her phone, it's, like, a message from her mom or something. Yeah. And maybe just the mom in voiceover, like, saying she was sorry for what she said. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. even if it needs to be said in person, at least getting it done somehow. Because, yeah. like, that's really – that's hard. I can't imagine that. Yeah. I mean, I guess just watching it a second time, it's like, fuck. You really see the – I don't know. It's it's a really difficult relationship yeah. to see on screen. But that being said, I will say Nadine does have some problems too. She's yeah. not a perfect character in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. She's extremely flawed, which is what makes her a good character because her growth – at the end, it's really important. But she does, and we talked about it with with uh, Irwin. She has a very self centered nature, but Irwin kind of keeps her intact. He's like, yes. he's like you're, you're kind of talk a lot about yourself. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, mm. but it's not like in a way that's like kind of a dick. It's just like I don't know what it is. It, you know, that scene at the pool. Like I, okay, I haven't seen this in a while, so I was like, how did that scene go again? Where she's like fucking with him which mm-hmm. is so shitty to That's do so, messed up, so like, shitty to do to like a 17 year old boy but anyway like basically he gets really pissed off and then at the same time turns it around like he's not as pissed i don't know what it was i was i felt like it just ended there and she went home i didn't really remember how it finished mm-hmm. how it kind of followed through after that mm-hmm. but i was like man props to that guy yeah Shit. He he was a good sport. He was actually a good guy was the thing. Yeah. It wasn't just the I'm a nice guy routine, which we, we see that later in the movie. Yeah. But this is actually like someone who's a pretty decent human being yeah. in general. Because uh, he was a good sport about all that stuff that we're throwing at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kind of became like that outlet for her as well. She started kind of figuring out separate alleyways because her main relationship forever was with, with uh, Krista. Right. Which I guess is about, about a good time as any to get into We it. need to get into it. How do you feel about Krista? Um, how would you have been if like... God, I knew this question was going to How would you have felt about that? Okay, I have an older brother. He's way cooler than <laughs> my sister and I. Like, he was very popular. And, um, I mean, I had friends like... Or I, I had people in my grade who hung out with him, mm-hmm. which was weird to me. Like, they were like kind of like the cool girls and they were hanging out with mm-hmm. my brother and shit. So, I don't know how I would have felt if, like, my best friend would hook up with him. I think it's weird. One, because he's four years older than me. Mm -hmm. That's a little bit different. But I don't know. Like, my sister couldn't fucking handle it. Yeah. I think I could handle it. But that's because my relationship with my brother is a little bit easier than it is, like, my sister. Mm -hmm. Honestly. I mean, growing up, they they butt heads a lot more than my brother and I. Yeah. My brother and I would go, you know, drive around his truck, listening to emo shit, smoking cigarettes. That is literally like the bond. We we bonded very much so mm-hmm. back then. But I don't know. I, I don't think I would have blew up. I think my sister would have, though. I think it's really the relationship. And it's just like this betrayal. Yeah. It is a humongous betrayal. It's really... I can't imagine that. I can't. Like, I don't have a, a sibling of the opposite sex. I just have a brother. Right. So I don't have to ever worry. I never had to worry about that. He's also <laughs> yeah. significantly older than me as well. He's eight years older than me. So not significant, but eight years. Yeah. So we were apart. But I don't know. Like, I like Krista. She's a great character. She, she is. really is. And that's what makes it difficult it's in difficult, a way. Because I do feel like... So it, it's... Maybe this is me watching too much Kirby Enthusiasm. Uh-huh. I do think Nadine has some things that are not wrong about what she says about Krista in terms of like, well, you're just kind of ignoring me, which I'm not going to say she ignored her, but as her best friend, you would know, hey, Nadine has some awkward social tendencies yeah, and is kind of not comfortable with people. 
Not that I shouldn't go do things, but I should be like, hey, can I bring my friend along with me yeah. to play as well so she's not just left by herself? Right. Had Nadina gone? Probably not. But then that would have been on her. Yeah. the invite was basically offered to her, essentially. And I feel like there is some truth to that because she knows better in mm-hmm. terms of how Nadine is really self-awkward. Like, like, at that party, she is freaking out. Her yeah. social anxiety is high. Like, she does not want to be there. It's It literally is terrifying her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was really – I'm like, why? Why bring her along? Right. I mean, was it for Krista's also kind of sake because she was a little nervous maybe because mm-hmm. she's meeting a lot of the friends that he hangs out with? Right. I don't know, but I was just like, why? Don't go. Don't Huge go. mistake, and it, honestly. And it's but, one of the things where, like, they, I guess they're only, they were each other's only friends forever. Yeah. And so, like, I guess Krista never really got to, I, I, it, it reminds me of super bad kind of there. Okay, yeah. The whenever uh, Evan, like, tells Seth, like, I've done nothing but high school, but sit here and just, like, hang out with you instead of going to parties and making friends. We've just done stuff together. I've never actually gone out there. Yeah. And and that's hard. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's truth to Chris's side of that potential argument, too. Like, it's like, I can't just sit here and be here forever for you. We do need to expand. Yeah. So it, it's really complicated situation. And I think that's what makes it, again, really good. And mm-hmm. why I I don't blame Krista, but I'm also like, <sighs> come on. Yeah. Kind of a bitch move, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, the way she finds out is fucked up. Oh, it's awful. It is. I can't even fucking imagine that. I think that made it 10 times worse. That made it 10 times worse. Like, actually seeing. Had it actually been like a, a slow progression, maybe? Perhaps? Yeah. But like, that's ugly. The handjob thing. Especially after like. That's rough. A bad drunk night on her. I'm, yeah. By the way, I am so happy I didn't drink in high school. Like. I, 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 I know, right? Because when Fuck I see that. that part, I can imagine how sloppy I would have been to in high school. Like, on top of feeling like shit, all that. Yeah, because like- And, and all the stuff I, you're going through. And I guess going to talk, going to the public, I, I, I hated myself at 17. Uh-huh. Like, no way. I had too yeah, many so emotions that yeah. I, would, I, did, I would not want to get into. I didn't understand myself or who I was. No way. Oh, yeah. No way. You're, that, mm-hmm. I would be awful at, at drunk at 17 years old. I'd be terrible. Yeah. I don't think I could handle it either. I think I had been maybe buzzed at one point, but- not i think if it were, if i was in that situation it'd be pretty messed up too you know you're and going into that yeah you really don't know who you are at 17 no. i think you're really still trying to figure it out like it was definitely rough for me as well like it was uh just complicated like going into like kind of looking back at my junior year of high school definitely a lot of insecurities definitely a lot of you know situations where it was rough it was really rough i look back at this movie and when i see nadine and like when she types those messages out mm-hmm. and then she thinks about them yeah like that was me and i would send them and mm-hmm. i'm like wow you're a loser for sending that <laughs> and like wow like yeah <laughs> i i don't look back fo- like I, I high school was fine for me but i don't look fondly on how like what am I doing with my life? That yeah. version of me was doing like mm-hmm. it's 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 interesting. It's a mixture of like her attitude towards things in terms of like let me type out these feelings and then let me send them because that was a stupid part. Yeah, uh, and then also a bit of Irwin just kind of like totally awkward and like what do I do? How do I talk to people? Oh, I know. So like I man that that hit really mm-hmm. really well, and I can't imagine never. I would never never want to be those ages again. 
<laughs> Dude, I think that's like the tagline, like something about, um, you know, you're going to look back on these days and it's like, what days? <laughs> like, like, what the like, fuck? Like, again, I had a good time in high school. Yeah. I liked what mm-hmm. I did and I, I was okay, but man, I've... Mm-mm, no way. Too much of a square. Too insecure. Never, yeah. never was. Never talked to people. Was afraid that people. I, yep. like, didn't like myself. Like mm-hmm. it was all a bucket of insecurity. Just a giant bundle of problems. And yeah. like not, especially at that age, not knowing how to talk to girls and like just saying whatever and hoping mm-hmm. it's. I know, kind of like in Irwin's or yeah. you know, in Edwin's. What is his er- name? Irwin, Irwin. It's Irwin. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting confused now, but. Oh man, yeah, that's really rough. Oh god, just yeah. looking back, I should just post pictures of when we were seventeen. No, I, I do not. I would, that part of me is dead. Uh, oh man, I have a picture of me when I'm seventeen here somewhere. I couldn't grow facial hair. I, I, I attribute my facial hair to looking decent now. So, mm-hmm. well, okay. Well, I was gonna bring up something. So it's kind of you see a lot of coming of age movies and. You look back on them as like 80s films or yeah. maybe in the 90s had a lot of really good ones. This is a really great modernized one. Mm-hmm. Kind of looking at the, you know, all the social media kind of stuff. Right. And But it, I don't know. I feel like it's still relatable no matter what year it is, I guess, if that makes any sense. Growing up is always going to be a thing. It is, yeah. Like, there's no avoiding it. Mm-hmm. And I think having a film like this is good for that reason. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that there was a movie like this. I know a lot of people compared it to like, you know, Breakfast Club, 16 Mm -hmm. Candles, that kind of vibe. And I think that's what excited a lot of people when this movie was coming out. Something I want to mention is that when the credits rolled, I fucking forgot it's produced by James L. Brooks, Mm -hmm. who is a huge icon when it comes to movies and to also like um, kind of helping others in Hollywood. Like... I knew he really he worked alongside with Cameron Crowe doing Say Anything. Oh, okay. okay. So he because he produced that. He had a lot of faith in Cameron Crowe, and look where Cameron Crowe is now. Yeah. So he really helped him with that script. So the the chick that direct wrote and directed this movie, her name is Kelly Furman Craig, right? Mm-hmm. So it's her directorial debut. Great. Great start. Yes. She doesn't really have a lot on her plate, you know? Mm-hmm. She wrote she did a lot of sketch comedy kind of stuff. But when you go to like her IMDb, it's not really a lot of stuff. She actually did another movie called Postgrad with Alexis Bledel. You kind of remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was kind of there. I think I remember, I don't think I sat through the whole thing. My sister was like madly, is madly in love with Gilmore Girls and Alexis Bledel. So she was really into it. And I'm like, cute little movie. Sure. Talking about, you know, I think after college. I I know the movie because of Liddell and I knew the guy was uh, from Friday Night Lights. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, that and that one was like 08. Yeah. You know, so she, so I'm, I think it's kind of great that James L. Brooks like was alongside this, you know, with, with her to make this film. It's so fucking good. Like it is legit good. It's a really good movie. It's kind of wild to think that it has a Golden Globe nomination, but it's really deserved. That's honestly how I discovered Sing Street. Mm. Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Golden Globes. (laughs) Pretty much, right? Um, Having a Golden Globe nomination for like best motion picture was so fucking random. Yeah. That I had to see why. And I'm, oh, I could see it. But. Her brother. Oh, yes. We need to talk about that. We can talk about quite a few things I still got. What are your thoughts? I want to know. I think he doesn't know how to express himself. Oh, he doesn't. It's it's really hard for him. And like, I I think she has a lot of pre-established 
things put on her brother because mm-hmm. the way her mom treats her brother compared to her. Oh gosh, it's really hard to yeah. watch that. And it like, really I, is. And I don't think the mom. I, I don't think she intends to do it. She just I, I, does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think she makes a lot of tension between her and her brother because even at the beginning, like. I, and, and to me, this is a really messed up scene on her on uh, Nadine's part. Mm-hmm. Whenever she brings up like how he saw she saw her brother crying oh, the night yeah. her dad died, dude, that's messed up. Mm-hmm. And like that's a really unfair comparison. Like he was right to be like, hey, that's not fair. Like mm-hmm. you can't do that. Yeah, like why would you even fucking say that? Yeah, but, and, and I get it. I get it. Yeah, it, it's just like that's that's ugly, and that and that's where I think Nadine learns, like especially towards the end of the movie, like. I probably shouldn't have said something like that. Yeah. Because that's, I don't see his point of view. Yeah. Because we don't, we aren't the same. Mm-hmm. She but, doesn't even really know him. No, she knows nothing about him. She just sees him as like this big jock dude who eats like and drinks, you know. Fruit. Like she thinks he's just like an another like one of those assholes in high school that she, you know, goes to school with. She right. really, I really think she compares him to that. She doesn't know him at all. There's like no communication. Even the way she tells uh, Krista, like, "Oh, he just didn't break up with you when someone else harder comes along." Oh, that was hard. That's yeah. ugly. Those, that those is. and I think that's part of her mindset. It's a natural defense. Like, I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to say something I shouldn't say out loud. Right. Which could be the same thing with the mom Which too, because like her that's, response that's does, what the mom doesn't does. handle it yeah. really well. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's definitely there. Now, I don't think it was. <laughs> cool for her brother to do what he did either necessarily i know um, that's because that's a really difficult territory right it, well the mom was right in one part are you willing to make a war zone out of this yeah because the mom knew i think the bad part about that is the mom knew it was gonna be bad but didn't do anything about it yeah didn't sit them down to be like hey this needs to be i talked mean out. yeah i feel like i got a vibe too is like is she even worth all this trouble it's like whoa like she's probably a really good person yeah. i don't i think she really she's only been coming to your house for like <laughs> ever as like your daughter's best friend like how I do know. you not have something to say yeah. about the situation uh i think that was an issue as well and i think see what, what i thought what was gonna happen there is mm-hmm. that he was gonna break up with her oh you really did yeah and it was it was gonna piss off krista more because mm-hmm. if he does that it's nadine's fault yeah and then they'll never be friends again I mean, that's rough. And that, that I thought that's where it was going, that he was in a breakup with her because it was what mom said was the right thing to do. Yeah. And then she, her and Nadine would have more problems, which would lead to Nadine saying, okay, this is how I'm going to kill myself. Oh, okay. I thought right, that's right, where right. that was going to go for a bit. Uh, it did not. And, it and, actually ended up being like a really good relationship. Right, yeah. And, so I'm, the, and, I'm, and I'm happy. I'm happy her brother said what he said to her yeah. towards the end there because that's the truth. Like, mm-hmm. he and, and even when he tells the mom, like – She's like, I'm the parent here. Then why do you always call me? Yeah. Like, why am I the one that has to clean up the mess? Like, mm-hmm. that's – he's probably, what, 18 years old himself? Because he's, yeah. he's supposed to be a year, a year older than them? Okay, so he's a year older. Yeah. I was going to ask. Okay. So I didn't like, know if they established it. Maybe they, never, they did. They never did, but I'm assuming if she's a junior, he's probably a senior. A senior, yeah, because he's, like, looking – like, applying for schools, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm assuming he's a senior, and, like, I'm happy he said what he said to her. Because, one, that opened her eyes a bit, which mm-hmm. I think everyone needs. And that's that's the thing at 17. Like, when we're talking about this movie, mind you, I like every character in this movie. I like yeah. Krista. I like Nadine. I like her brother, Darian. I like the mom. When I look at uh, Krista, Nadine, Darian, and even uh, Erwin, like – they're 17. Yeah. Like, you're self-centered at 17. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, no one is truly altruistic at 17 years yeah. old. Like, that doesn't happen. So, for them to be a little bit inherently selfish is good. That's that's by design. Mm-hmm. That, that's on purpose because you grow and learn how to control that as you get older. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that's something the movie does really well because mm-hmm. the brother finally makes her see like, wow, maybe I was wrong about my brother this for majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe he does have more on his plate than I realize. And maybe I've been more of a jerk to him than he's been to me yeah. in many instances in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to communicate at 17 also. Yeah, no. Exactly. It really is. Like, who wants to talk to their older brother who is nothing like you? Yeah. Can you imagine? God, I know. And I think I want to say, I did cry watching it. And I want to say it was the scene where he hugged her. I I didn't cry, but man, <laughs> it, it, it was getting me there. Yeah. It was getting me there. I didn't cry. I thought about it. Uh, but that scene was hard. It was. It, it was beautiful. It was really well shot and just like, didn't have to say anything. Just the simple like. The simple like gesture of a hug is mm-hmm. really means a lot. Yeah. Especially done in that format. Cause you know, these two have probably never hugged. Yeah. For longer than a few I know. Man. For longer than like a quick family picture. Probably even after like their dad died. Yeah. I think that tore them more I apart. I think that probably. was the biggest thing. Dad yeah. dying was a big thing. That killed the family. Yeah. I mean, man. And that makes the whole, and you can just tell. You can just tell how that hurt the home life. It wasn't mm-hmm. the same anymore. Yeah, that's that was the real part of mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let, let's get to uh, let's get to um, idiot who works at the pet store. Oh God, that guy sucked. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, not surprised it was going to turn out yeah, to be like I, a dick. Obviously, but obviously. Yeah. Because look at the message she sent. I mean, yeah. Oh man, but have you ever sent a really embarrassing message like that to somebody before? I don't know. Not like that deep. <laughs> not like not that, that deep. deep where you sound like a psychopath. Yeah. But like where you say something you don't want to say. I mean, sure. You know, back in the MySpace days, oh maybe. My God, yeah. <laughs> MySpace days were really rough. Yeah. yeah I definitely did stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not like that, like that. But like, yeah. But didn't know how to control my emotions. So let me put them all up in one thing. Yeah. Oh, I've had those. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so messed up when his like, right, you're getting flashbacks. I'm getting flashbacks. I okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember what I said, but I'm like, I'm like trying to convince this girl who's also like 16 at the time, like me, like, hey, I really like you. I might love you. I don't know what that word means. Yet, <laughs> but I'm going to throw some stuff in there. I hope it sticks. I'm an idiot and have no idea how to control my emotions. There you go. It's a lot. It's a bit much, I'd say, for a first message. It was kind of like a dick move on his part when he was like, my friend, I like, I should have listened to my friends. I'm like, oh. That's, yeah. I, I, honestly, like, I was, like, obviously I knew how he was going to be. You could just tell from the beginning. Yeah. The I mean. About, he was a burnout. Juvie made him hotter. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good line. He, he's a burnout. Like, obviously. Yeah. And he isn't doing, he just works at the pet store. It's the appeal. He's pretty. He's probably not a good guy. I don't he's know. He's not like he was in high school, by the way. Everyone oh, looked like they were in high school except for him. He looked oh, like he, yeah, yeah. He looked like he was like 25. Yeah. He had the smoker's catch your mitt face going on there. Yeah, he um, did a bit. That, that car scene is so uncomfortable, mind you. Oh, God. It's bad, man. Um, because, like, what did he expect? Like, I, I, like, obviously, we knew what he expected, but, like, he still did not know what she was doing. No. He's not dumb. I know. How did he think it was going to go the way he thought it was? I don't know, man. Like, even I don't his know. responses were so gross, man. Oh, yeah. I don't even know that song either. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. Like, oh, this is my favorite song. Who sings it? Yeah, I don't even know. That yeah. was pretty bad. It was very cringy. It's really hard to watch. Did you see eighth grade? 
I do need to see eighth There's grade. That was like another what that popped up in the you may also like kind mm-hmm. of category. I have wanted to see that movie. Eighth grade is even fucking worse to me. Like that was probably harder for me than 17. I don't remember eighth grade. <laughs> probably by design. <laughs> it's bad, man. Like, and that's, I think around that time was with the bad haircut. And then also as well, like girls my age hanging out with my brother that I knew who were pretty cool in school mm-hmm. and like it it's a rough age. It's rough being the the really bad hair because you can't do anything because it's curly as all can be. <laughs> Chubby little dork that doesn't fit anywhere. Yeah, wavy hair, you know, doesn't stick well. Wavy thick hair does not stick, you know, it's not gonna good it's not gonna be a good look for short hair. No. It's not. But man, I mean, that would be a really good movie to watch too. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe. Maybe another one, yeah. Uh, some other notes I had here when she was talking to her teacher when he said, you're my favorite student. Really? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just like, saying. Like, I would do that. Uh-huh. I would never tell a student they're my favorite. Yeah. Um, I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, have I had favorites? Yes. I know. Of course you have, of course favorites. I have. Every teacher. Has. I know. Like, that, I'm sorry. That's mm-hmm. just facts. Does it make a difference? No. It really doesn't. It doesn't mm-hmm. affect the grade book at all. It makes it hard. Actually, it makes it worse in my case. Yeah. Because I have higher expectation. Damn. Ooh. So, yeah. <laughs> so that might, technically <laughs> speaking, make it worse. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, I thought his response and everything. <laughs> oh man, I've been in not, not in that exact situation <gasps> with but, the message. And I'm like, it all just sounds. Oh, okay. I'm done here. This is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> his response is great. He's like, oh. I don't know how I'd feel about a teacher reading about how I want a guy to yeah, have my no, mouth that, on that, his that, That's not a – yeah. Well, to me, again, that shows her really big, comfortable trust level with him that mm-hmm. she's willing to do that. But even as a teacher, I'd be like, uh, when you talk to your parents. Like she really needed like a father She needed figure. a father figure and that's what he was. Yeah. And, and I've been that. I've done that before. Yeah. It's it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, I also never would give my number out to anybody. I don't do that. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I no way. I like my job. I communicate with my students after they graduate, and that's fine with me. I don't care. Yeah. At that point, you're in college. You do what you want to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, I communicate the remind, and even then, I'm like, don't message me after ten o'clock. Like at that point, it's a cutoff. Like I'm working. Right. Like, I'm doing stuff. Yeah. Unless it's like something really serious, or you need to turn an assignment. Like, like, hey, I'm late. Okay, that's fine. Isn't it wild she turned to him though? Like, I, I think I knew that was coming. Obviously. Okay. Uh-huh. And and it's because I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. and I've seen that. Yeah. I've, I've, I've I, I, thought of about four students of mine who I know do this, who yeah. have done this before, who aren't at school anymore, who graduated, who are living great adult lives now, mm-hmm. who've done this exact same thing. It, it's like it's like a dad thing. Right. Like, it's like there's something about him that they just I – mean, I, I think it's what I try to do. It just – we care. Yeah. There's a genuine care. And it, it may not seem like it, but it's real. Right. And I think some people just need that figure because – and this is the big thing I always tell like even my coworkers like – some of these kids' home life we don't know anything about. I know, yeah. And they need that teacher to keep keep them on track. Yeah, because they don't real. Some of them may not have. Look at her. Look at her situation. Yeah. You know, father gone, mother really doesn't like take notice or kind of, honestly care. Yeah, and it's rough. So you do kind of find that shoulder to lean on. That's a hard job, yeah. I have to say. You know what I mean? It's not easy. I yeah. The first time I had to help a student out, like with some real stuff, I'm like, I don't even, I don't have the answers to myself. How am I supposed to give a student the answers? Yeah. Like, 
especially when I first started. Because when I first started, all my students were like 18. I was like 22. So <sighs> that, like, see, and that's what makes you maybe. like so – like why they're drawn to you because you are younger. Yeah. And I think it's like the appeal. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and it's a slippery slope. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm like, I don't even like – when a student we would, will come to me for relationship problems at that age, I'm like – I can't even figure that out myself. What the hell? Like, I'm just mentally yeah, thinking, how am I yeah. supposed to give you advice when, like... Like, I don't even know. My dating history is terrible. Like, uh-huh. how am I supposed to give you all the advice? <laughs> right. Um, But, yeah, he was he was a good character, and he uh-huh. genuinely he genuinely cared about her. And I, I love that she's, like, you know... Again, I wouldn't even have picked up a kid. Uh, I could I could yeah, do that. that yeah. Was, that's scary. I mean, that's... Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a movie. But, you know, yeah. I uh, mean, and I thought even having that... Because, you know, she would ask him, like, about his yeah. life, and he never told her. Mm-hmm. So it was really interesting to see, like, when she realizes yeah. who he is outside he's, he's of it. He's a real guy. He's a, he has a yeah. whole family. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more open with my uh, – I don't talk about, like, my relationship. And I think that's the best part. I'm more open about, like, how I am outside. Like, oh, I go run. Like, I'm a, I'm a dork. Like, mm-hmm. I do nothing outside of this. But that's, like, the gimmick. But I understand his, his thing because I don't even – Talk about my family life outside of right. – Or my friends. I don't need to know that. That's like my personal life. There's a separation of church and state. Yeah. I, I actually call it like a gimmick because – and some of my kids, especially the ones who are going who have graduated or are going to graduate, they already know. They're like – so there's like three of you, right? What do you mean? Well, there's like in the classroom version of you who's like oh, right, kind of yeah. a dork and kind of stupid but like really smart and great teacher, on her butts, has a standard but is also like a dad – and acts like an idiot. But he's also a mom because he's loving. Uh-huh. And then there's the you whenever you're with Amadas and everybody at work and you're professional and you're to the point and you get everything. Right. And then there's another version of you we know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Correct. Damn. Th- that's that's yeah. the truth. Yeah. There's actually a fourth version now because there's Coach Chapa and that's like – Oh, right. That, that's, a, that's a whole other- – That's a whole other story. That's a much angrier version. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, and I think that's the um, – that's the difference. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think there's that professional aptitude and I think that – he does a as, as a teacher. He does a good job of like separating. You don't need to know about that, Mimi. But what like what I do want to know about is, are you okay? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's why he does it that way, and that's why I'm that way. You don't need to know about my life. I need to make sure that you're okay. Yeah, you're exactly. The one, you're the mm-hmm. one who needs help. You're the one that matters more right now. Yeah. And I and I love that that movie really puts this front and center. It's it's a good thing. I wish more teachers were more accepting that kids need help sometimes. And I think mm-hmm. you get especially get lost in the shuffle of that. Um. Yeah, that's it's that's work. True. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Oh, man, that last scene too with her brother is really harsh. I'm just thinking like when, when yeah. the, the brother goes to pick her up and everything. Oh, I was like, that's really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it really is. That's like I wouldn't like I wouldn't even know how to react as a teacher or as anybody in your seeing that. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. And even again, I just love how he's just so subtle like he's not really giving her advice he's just like being there yeah that's it and he's like okay get out of the car <laughs> yeah what are you uh, supposed to say exactly yeah. what are you supposed to say i w- i never would be in that situation but i wouldn't know what to say if, if i was in that situation yeah like that's hard see i thought i thought he was a counselor when i first saw oh, okay. when i first heard about this movie like he's like a, is he like a guidance counselor or something that'd make more sense isn't it so random he's in the movie a little bit a little bit a little bit it's, it, it's very much paul rudd from Prisming wallflower yeah that's how i aspire to be paul rudd from right wallflower. yes that, like, i can see that i guess like that. if you want to know how i'm in the class it's paul rudd from Prisming wallflower okay right with this dude's sarcasm though oh, okay 
And I I had read that he like improvised a lot, mm-hmm. which is fucking great. Yeah. I mean, and you know, the director was like, do it, do what you fucking do, man. You're Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Good choice for um a random choice, but it was a really good choice for the role. I, I, think, I think it was what they needed for the role was mm-hmm. the big thing. Cause like he is a dad and he's he, I think he's still figuring it out, obviously as a little kid. Mm-hmm. But like he brings that snarky, like, I can bring it back at you twice as hard as you bring it at me and that's why they have that chemistry in the classroom because like she'll say something stupid and he'll be like okay and he'll respond with something even better and it's just yeah a good, it's a good it's good back and forth yes it which is. is a big part of teaching because like think about it tenure teacher you have 120 students they're all distinctly different yeah <laughs> like in the relationships you have to build uh-huh. and how you have to like navigate how you treat one to the other mm-hmm. and that's why that works well because you right. can tell he doesn't do that with everybody Oh yeah. What was what was something that you mentioned that I guess he did or something like that? It wasn't teaching stuff, was it? What do you mean? Like something that you were like kind of judging him on teaching? I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. So like, it's not really a judge. It's more of like a if any student ever told me I'm going to kill myself. I'm oh, like, your reaction I'm is not, not going to. I'm, be I'm like not that. taking that lightly. No, that's obviously uh, yeah. That's the movie being the movie. But yeah, I would, but I would never take that. Like, right? Okay. It's okay. Like, okay. Where do we go from here? Type of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else outside the stuff I mentioned, like the giving the number and all that, never do that. Yeah. Um, but as far as like his actual care, perfect. Like yeah. his actual wanting to help a student out mm-hmm. was was real. Yeah, you know, I was curious. Like as a teacher, I guess we could kind of dive in, like who your favorite character would be, mm-hmm. and I was wondering if it was going to be his character. But I wasn't really sure. I think for me, he's one of the most relatable in terms of like, he has my job. Mm-hmm. So I understand the aspect of trying to balance two parts of your life yeah. constantly. Again, being a teacher, it's, it's, you're putting on different faces. Mm-hmm. You don't want to show your, per- like, if you're upset, you don't want to show you're upset to your kids because <laughs> then that affects class. Damn, yeah. So it's a lot of like, okay, putting on a face, we're good. Having a bad day, they can't know that. And let's make yeah. it a good day. Mm, yeah. and, I, and I get that. And I love that he's so like, n- he seems nonchalant. Also, mm-hmm. like, I, I can't sit down. Oh, okay, this is, now I'm be picky. I can't sit down while being a teacher. No. Oh, no. Huh? I am walking around. <laughs> I am moving. I have to move constantly. Maybe because he's older, obviously. And that's like the point. A lot of old teachers are like that. Mm-hmm. I don't even show movies, but like maybe once a year, like the last day of the year. Yeah. Break. No. Yeah. No, I have too much to teach. There's too much. There's not enough time for what I have to do. <laughs> um, right. Uh, so that that's the thing as well. But as far as like his interaction with his students and it's good. Yeah. I wish he would have interacted more with other students. I wish they would have shown a little more of like his comedy with other students in the classroom right. as well. Mm-hmm. Just so we can see that it's multiple perspective. Yeah, definitely. That would have been interesting actually. And then, of course, you know, honestly, I don't know who my favorite is. So I, I actually want to say it's Nadine a little bit. Yeah. Mostly because I've, I've known so many characters and people I know just like her. Yeah. Like I've taught students like that. Like yeah. Legitimately. Mm-hmm. And I love them to death. They're amazing. Like a lot of them are in their 20s. So like mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're friends of mine now and I'm still there for them now. But, you know. I definitely relate to most Irwin. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Of course he had like movies, right? Of course he had to be a film director. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, so now we're just making fun of me with this right. movie. <laughs> um oh, man, that I liked his little animation movie too. That was, that was Oh, that was really nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, very teen stuff. I loved it. I I I love the appeal of it. Like it's like you're kind of back there. I don't know. I guess that's kind of what I like sometimes of watching these coming of age movies. I'm going to dive into your script a little bit, okay? So reading the script also brings me back to that time. Okay. Obviously because you're writing it in the like you know obviously in the time when we were growing up yeah it's like oh oh seven oh eight maybe like how would you describe like the synopsis of it two teenagers who are struggling with their emotional states a boy and a girl yeah a boy Mm -hmm. and a girl are struggling with their emotions uh find each other through music there you go yeah i I think but it's like there's so much more (laughs) i know because there's all those characters yeah yeah no i get it and it's obviously in a time when they're making like probably some of the best music ever made which is like you know emo scene stuff and it's so good okay i know you wrote i think something i we talked a lot about is the way kids talk yeah it's really hard to write very, very hard to write. Yes. I actually wanted to, I think I, so have you ever heard of that movie Love, Simon? No, but I've seen it. I've, I've never seen it. I've, I've heard of it. Okay. It is the cutest fuck movie. That movie is really cute. Mm-hmm. And after watching it, it gave me vibes of the script. And I was like, wow, you did a really, I, okay, I know you struggled with it a little bit, mm-hmm. but you did have to like kind of find, like kind of go back. Were you like kind of listening to how kids talk as well because it's I, to make I, it more rela- realistic? I definitely listen to how kids talk yeah. uh, now, but like so when it comes to that, I when I write, cause I write other things too. When I'm writing, I write a lot of movies in high school. I mean, I'm a teacher, so it's mm-hmm. it's fitting. It's an easy environment for me to get into, and it's what I've always written, even when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I was writing high school movies, and I was like twelve. Um, <laughs> right. they, were, they were terrible. Um, uh-huh. Never, never. I never. I, I want to. Th- I th- think I. I want to burn them. I want to have like a mass burning. But um, <laughs> with it, I, I. Not that I study people, but I definitely pick up on trends and conversations. Yeah. And uh, I. I like to say my dialogue's good, and I think it's my only shining aspect as a writer a lot of the time. Yeah. So I. I do listen to a lot of what they say and some of the trends, and I hear it so often, and I hear every side of the trend because mm-hmm. like. I do so much at my my school in terms of where I'm at. Like I I work with a lot of the academically high students. I work mm-hmm. with a lot of athletes. I work with a bunch of UIL dorks. Right. My dorks. Uh-huh. I love my dorks. <laughs> so like it, it's I hear every side of of the table. Yeah. So I'm able to like compound that. Now for the script I'm working on, I just had to remember who, what I was like in 2008. Yeah. Like no joke. I think I even told you this once. I had to like put myself in that mindset like right. for like a week straight i watched nothing but movies from that time period i would watch i cut off my playlist at 2008 2009 yeah. so like nothing i listened to was past that year right so i could keep myself so you can fresh. stay there yeah because so you have there. to go back to yeah. that mindset of that era because yeah. and were you kind of thinking of like your adolescence as well? Absolutely, in yeah. any way possible. Yeah, because that, I mean, your script also deals with a lot of the shit that you deal with at that age. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's really wonderful that you, you know, you bring music into it because that's what it is for a lot of kids. Yeah. It's a very small detail that I'm sure, you know, with Nadine, she probably had to go to. Mm-hmm. You know, something that kind of sucked too, it was like that I had written down was like, it's so shitty. That she's going through all this and she can't talk about it with Krista. I know it is. It just sucks so bad. And what is, and like, I how do you t- I, again? I don't have a sibling that's significantly near my age, but how do you talk to someone 
about and it's not it's not a big difference but like you have your life problems mm-hmm. and how you talk to them when you're dating your brother i know that's weird like to me the part that might have hurt me the most actually is whenever she's sitting there and krista walks in and they just like look at each other oh that is fucked up and she's with her brother i'm like dude you've been going to the house for how long to see your best friend you don't even say hi <sighs> that hurt like, like you that can suck like i've seen like relationships like my sister has gone through stuff like that like where relationships with her best friends like are done Mm -hmm. and i can't even imagine the i mean i think it's worse than a breakup seriously oh yeah friendship friendship breakups are terrible yeah there are a few myself they're bad and it's just like super heartbreaking when that when there's just no like any kind right of interaction or they're strangers any, uh, yeah there's just no acknowledgement it's so shitty yeah and, and and there are definitely points where you can tell she wants to say something but in the both yeah. of them will, neither one wants to break mm-hmm. and they don't want to and I, and I understand it but yeah like to me that part hurt because like you know nadine has problems but the problems are the ones that she needs to talk to her about but she can't talk to her about it. i know yeah it's so shitty because it's like i mean and it's a rough spot for krista too like yeah, if she were to, because you know she's with her brother and the problems are about the brother you know and it's kind of wild because i loved the character of krista like i really do i legit think she's a really good genuine person I kind of wish you saw her a little more. Obviously, you don't because of the situation, but I'm really curious as to like. Obviously, you could you could tell the relationship she has with uh, Darren. Darren, Darian? yeah, I think it's probably really good. Yeah, like it's not something that's you know bullshit. I, it's just one of those things where like when I watch the movie, I'm like, I, I know they're gonna be friends again, but like, are they ever gonna be best friends again? <sighs> that's hard because that's hard because like. If you're going over, are you going over to see my brother? Or you're going over to see me, right? And that's like, like I do think it was pretty toxic of um, with um, what's your name? Like, I forgot her name. Nadine to be like me or him. Like that's that's not right. That's right. That's, yeah, you can't do. That's not fair. Um, I'm sure they're good friends still in in some other world where there's a movie after the, another movie after this one. They have to catch up on everything that yeah, she like, has gone through. Yeah, and there's a lot. Like they have to cover the dude, the guy mm-hmm. who would like try to like you know. Be a scumbag in the car. Yeah, to cover that, amongst other things as well. They cover Irwin as well, like all that. Mm -hmm. But like, how does that work? And I don't know. I've never had to deal with that. Yeah, but she's like, I mean, I know she's in a relationship with her brother, but she does need time with friends. Yeah, like there's, that's a real thing. I, I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, I feel like Krista dropped a lot of it just to be with her brother, which. People do that. It's fine. It's, but like, it happens. Shit like, happens, yeah. You, you, know, you have friends who are part of your life yeah. as well that you got to- And like, it looks like she made new ones. Yeah. With, un, like, that she genuinely likes. I mean, she probably likes them, but this is, like, her best friend. Yeah. Like, Childhood friend. Yeah. Like, you're always going to go back to them. I, I, I feel that because my sister and I have that with our friend Candace. You're going to go back to their- they have your heart because they've been there since the beginning. Right. You know what I mean? Kind of. I, kind of. Yeah. For the but, most part. <laughs> well. With a few people. Yeah. It's such a good movie, it's isn't it? It's a really good movie. Like, legitimately. Isn't yeah. it bad that the whole time I was, like, being a nerd and I was like, I wonder what her Myers-Briggs test is. Like, the oh, whole time. Oh, like, my God. That's like, literally something Alex would say. Like, like, I'm not even lying. I'm like, she's not an MP. <laughs> like, she's not an MP. I can tell out of my sleep. <laughs> Damn. How funny you're analyzing this. Uh, that also... Uh, do you have a favorite team? I have, I have one. Uh, 
Um, man, I mean, there's, I don't know about a favorite. Um, I love every scene with Erwin. Mm-hmm. I legit loved Me all too, that. Yeah. I mean, I know she needed another friend, but it was really nice to see that relationship kind of brewing. Right. Uh, because obviously it's more than friendship. But um, so any scene with him was just fantastic. I'm going to bring up the scene where she like goes to Petland just to see him and she does talk to him surprisingly. So awkward. It kind of, it does do a nice little thing, like a nice little thing to 16 Candles because as they're talking, it has that same interaction. Like he's like her dream guy. Mm-hmm. And then he walks away and they're playing that song True, oh. uh, which is the song that they're playing at the dance when she, when she interacts with Jake Ryan. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of sweet. I didn't, I don't know if that's something. I don't think, I don't know if it's an ode to it, but I thought it was a nice it little. It probably is. It's a nice it's little. It's probably on purpose. Yeah. It was really sweet. That was just something I picked up on that I didn't the first time. I love the scene, honestly, when they're like getting drunk at the house and they're having fun. Like, again, I love their relationship. I really wanted to see more of it. Yeah, I wish we could have seen more. I yeah. wish they would have waited a little more time before she started dating her brother. Yeah, but I know it had to get there already. You could wait 15 more it, minutes. It like, could have been a two-hour movie. It's fine. Yeah, like, you could you could do more with it. You yeah. could really see. Like, it was interesting that she wasn't, like, all madly in love with him. That was not something that she yeah, expected. Yeah, it, it just happened out of nowhere. It just happened. Right. Like, yeah. I'm sure, like, some kind of barrier just broke down and, like, she really saw who he is. Right. Like, he didn't show any anyone else and that yeah. was really the appeal my favorite scene uh-huh. um probably the where she first goes into his room and like sits down and talk and just interrupts his lunch oh yeah because like i've done that I've seen, <laughs> I, 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 I even put in my notes here this is where it starts so like the beginning like oh, that, no, that no, beginning or? no like the when, oh when she goes when, when, it's before she says she's gonna kill herself it's like when she just goes in there for the first time because Irwin, er, yeah, Irwin's like he's doing uh, something with uh, oh, right. with his film, and then she doesn't want to go in the cafeteria. Yeah, because I, I put that literally. This is where it starts. Like, <laughs> this, this is where it always starts. They just sit there and they're talking, and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. and like you do give some real things, and yeah, and you're sometimes just... you kind of tune out if it's not really <laughs> important or if it's about like mm-hmm. really dumb high school stuff, but like you yeah. give them your attention because you care. But it's also like a okay, yeah, yeah. I have 20 minutes to eat and <laughs> <laughs> like this is all the time i have for uh, forty-five thousand a year decently accurate um, um, yeah <laughs> the the half my cookie line was great all that and to me that was the best scene because that to me felt like interactions i've had before yeah that that really like i guess hit home yeah, for you. Hit yeah. Home big time I mean, the ending too was great. Um, how how it ended? Obviously, she's going to end up with the cute, awkward boy. Well, it 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 feels like a super bad, and I and I say that. Oh, again. nice! Yeah, because, like, it really does. Because at the end of Super Bad, whenever Seth and Evan kind of break apart from her in the elevator, they're looking back at each other because, like, well, this is the start of our new lives. I guess, yeah. Like, we're not we're still friends, obviously, but we're we're doing other things now. We yeah, have, we have other things to take care of. It's like of. a new level of relationship with like friends. Yeah, and I feel happens. like and I feel like the way she looked at Krista when she left the house and the fact that she's going with this other guy is kind of like kind of that kind of same scene. Yeah. Where it's oh, like yeah. I have, we both have new friend groups now. Not that we can't be friends and hang out anymore, mm-hmm. but like we both have new friends. Yeah. Yeah, I don't ever see them like getting into it again. I feel like it will it will 
It, I think it'll be okay. Yeah. I really do. I like to think so. I like to think so also. But you're right. They're going to have those, you know, separate relationships with people. But you're always going to go back to the, you know, to your best friend. You really are. Mm-hmm. And my sister and I have one of the. I don't know. It just, uh, now that's hitting me. Like, we legit have a person like that. Okay, and like, I have a lot of friends. <laughs> I'm so friends with now as a little kid. Right, right. Yeah. I work with one. Jesus. That's wild, right? Uh, not that we were ever best <laughs> friends like that growing up. Right. Um, but the fact that you've known each other that yeah, long. Yeah. I, I have a few like that. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely Eric uh, as well. Mm-hmm. But lines. I have a few lines I really love. Yes. Tell me tell me a few a few quotes. Best line. Now okay. you need someone to rob you so you can reenact home. Oh, <laughs> that was so good. That's the best line. That line. <laughs> anything with her banter is legit like godly. It was. Yeah. For real. I think I wrote I wrote the whole like oh Juvie made him hot. Mm-hmm. I also loved how she like when she talked about Erwin, it was like he's pathetically adorable. Yeah, and I want to have him in a baby form. Um, that oh, was great. Uh, oh, it's so bad when she's like when she's it's the opening scene when she's getting drunk and she's had like one drink. I'm gonna yeah. call the cops. I'm gonna go upstairs. No, no, officer. My my brother he. And she's like, like she's crying. Oh yeah, Touched yeah. Me in my private, like, oh my god, that's that- so bad. <laughs> and then um, I put nice and filled with puke. Wow, what was I thinking? Um, oh gosh, yeah. Uh, so I think the line that was big to me too, and it's it's, it's a favorite line because of what it does for the film. Mm-hmm. It's when she turns to Christian, she's like, "What's wrong with you? Why are you friends with me, mm-hmm. dude?" You know, everybody has had that thought in their head at some point. I know. Like, why are you my friend? Like. I hate the way I, I sound. Yeah. Like, like I've had that. I still mentally think that to this day with a lot mm-hmm. of things. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. A lot of people, like, they'll, like, when she described it to her brother, which was a huge thing for her, because obviously she's never, like, broken down like that yeah. and told him the truth about her, like, insecurities and self-doubt. Yeah. And so the fact that she did that with her brother was insane. Mm-hmm. And it was a big, big moment. Mm. Also, when she calls Erwin an old man. Oh, my God. That, that, that part's great. So yeah. sad. <laughs> so sad. He's I'm just like, you. Like, things? you're wise, like, in a wheelchair. I'm like, okay. I'm not trying to be racist at all, but <laughs> oh I love God. when she's, like, trying to get his describe whole life. Her, describe his parents. Yeah, I'm a little sidekick. I can, like, totally figure you out, which is probably not spot on at all. Like, even when she's, like... In the in the bathroom at the party, that was sad too. Like, oh, I know when she's talking to herself. Like, try don't be fucking weird. It's like, oh man, you know. Yeah. Like, I feel like when you're older, you embrace those things about yourself because that's who you are, mm-hmm. and it's just like, ugh, it just sucks. The whole twins thing was huh? unfortunate, right? The what? whole the whole twins thing. Oh, that had that line too. <laughs> that is so. That's such an unfortunate line to throw out. You know the short bald one. Yeah. <laughs> it's always funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Twins. I love. That movie, yeah, y'all remind me a lot of that. It's like, oh, so we're not talking about the movie, we're talking about that shit. And I knew that was going. I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, you're it's like, so no. bad. It's um, really not good. Even whenever, like, and we talked about the pool scene already, where, where she's with Erwin inside his pool, mm-hmm. and she's like, I talk about, yeah, I talk a lot about yourself. Well, I'm just gonna go drown myself then. Goodbye. Yeah, like such stupid little snark. It's quotable. Mm-hmm. Like this movie is super quotable. Oh yeah. Without it, which is what made Juno so good as well. Like it's a quotable film. I still quote Juno to this day, pretty mm-hmm. frequently. Like, I mean, it's hard not to. I'm pretty sure I made the reference to putting children in a t-shirt gun. <laughs> 
mentioned. <laughs> yeah, show that's right. A few weeks ago, in Man, class. It's, it's been so long since I've seen that it's movie. Been too long. I think so. I'm like kind of scrolling through quotes, and because I didn't write, uh, I wrote a few, but there is so much good dialogue. Like, I think another thing, like the banter between her and Krista, is so fucking good. I mm-hmm. wish I could see more of that. Yeah. Um, like when he was like, "Hey, wake up." You've had a brain operation. Yeah, it worked. That, that <laughs> it made you pleasant and agreeable. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. I love man. it. Um, dude, when she tells off the guy in the car, like, I'm not going to repeat it, but like, because I'm swearing, but like, I hope you get paralyzed. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. I was like, oh my God. Damn. I, I mean, I wish I had the balls to kind of like straight up say shit her. like that. I don't Yeah, because fuck no. that guy. That guy sucked. <laughs> He was terrible. He was a really bad person. And he knew that. Again, we knew that was going to be a thing. Or even when she sees him being a dad, this is the face of hope. Yeah, super cute. And I, I think it was kind of nice when the wife was just like, hey, you know, whatever you're going through, it'll pass. Mm-hmm. Because everyone has been in that spot. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And of course, the last, even the last part was like, yeah, I know it was a shot at me. I'm sorry. I see it right. It wasn't about you. It wasn't about, it wasn't you. about you. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, genius. Yeah, this is more of your self-centered <laughs> thing kind of going on. But anyway. Uh, that that stuff's really great. I saw, like, some really dumb, stupid things. Like, when she's peeing in the bathroom, which is ironic. Mm-hmm. Like, you see a sign, and it just says Hep C. And talking about it, and, like, she's using the bathroom inside a really crappy store, like... There's a lot of coincidence in that in that sign being there, uh, oh, and God. that's terrible. Uh, so that made me laugh as well, mm-hmm. and that's why I said that during the film. Like even talking the the conversation she has like with God, like oh yeah, like what now? Oh no, to- no, no toilet, toilet paper. paper. <laughs> Jeez, all been there and yeah. uh, spare square, right? Great, great dialogue though. Re- yeah. Really good, really well so written. So good. Okay, so should we go? Should we get, begin? Let's yeah. let's get into the final thoughts. Okay. I always got to pull it up. I'm, I, I, I should have these memorized by now, but I like to have a look-see. Okay. Would you watch it again? Probably going to buy it. <laughs> so that answers that question, too. Um, are you going to be recommending this movie? Uh, to a few of my friends. I might to one of my friends, Josh, because he likes stuff like this, too. Oh, so yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd like it as well. Yeah. Probably a few others. I wonder if he's seen it, honestly. He never has. You, know, you he, know, he, he has He just watched Price Being a Wallflower, like, a month ago. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it took me. I was late to on that me, train, I too. Like, I feel like these movies go, like, together. Yeah. And you can have a good night with both of them, because like, Charlie's perspective is, like, almost like a, a male side of it. And, like, right. Nadine is, like, the girl side. She, he's going more through, like... Re... Like... <laughs> That's really bad fucking stuff. That's rough. really bad. Really rough. Right. But it's both that mental trauma aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a nice movie, too. Yeah, it's a really good film. Just going to make a note. Alex is very upset that I did not cry when I watched that movie. No, me either. It's really bad. But I didn't. It was a nice movie. But a nice movie. she really wanted me to cry. I, I've been like that, too. Where, like, you're going to cry. And I'm watching, like, nothing. <laughs> Sorry. But it's so sad. Yeah, I mean, I cry. I mean, I cried at this one. Yeah, I was trying not to be obvious about it. But would you see it in theaters? I don't know if there'd be an opportunity for that. But I see it at Draft House. They show it. Yeah, that would be kind of cool, right? I would definitely see it at Draft House, like big time. It would be a nice, like, little addition to like more coming of age movies. I I feel like PG thirteen. Like I know it sounds stupid. Why is it rated R? Alcohol. Shocking. No doubt. Yeah, it has to be that because they're underage drinking. She says fuck a few times. She says it once or twice as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's why. Because if this was not rated R, I would probably show this, like, at some point in the year. Like, whenever it's, like, Aww, a, like, a, like yeah. a relaxing day. Like, hey, we just finished testing. Let's do this type of thing. And the kids would be so into it. Yeah. 
Or have seen it before. Right. Yeah. If this movie came out when I was fucking 17, I probably would have been in the favorites probably. Yeah. This feels like it came out too late to be in my favorites list ever type of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's also like really good. Yeah. It's very good. It's a movie that you probably watch when you're like 15 or 16 years old, close to 17. Yeah. And you're going through hard times and you feel like this movie relates to you on a cellular level. Mm -hmm. Just like you have songs that are nothing about what you're thinking about. But they relate to you because you put a music video to them. Or am I the only oh, one that? No, no, no. I <laughs> totally get that. And like even now, I'm like, oh, man, this reminds me of this. Yeah. And it's like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's just the way that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really good movie. I think it's safe to say that because the final question is, are you glad you saw it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really am glad I saw it. it was, I, I, I don't know if you watched my face like I told you to, but it was mm-hmm. pretty giddy at certain points in the film. I know. I was getting the same way. Like, I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to discuss this movie. Yeah, I was really excited. Like, I had to have all the notes. Like, I'm done with them. Like, I was so excited to discuss the movie itself because there's yeah. a lot to talk about. There was a lot to unfold character-wise. And mm-hmm. We went through all their relationships, like, literally in the yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Um, Great character development. A lot of just... I like how you mentioned it's like a roller coaster and it was like not even like 30 minutes yet. Yeah, it's fast. <laughs> it's super and, fast. And I think it helps too. It's fast. It's not a slow movie. Yeah. It, it picks up from the start. It does like the cliche lightly where it you know, gets in the middle somewhere, mm-hmm. but it does it really nicely with some good class behind it. Really good movie. Uh, I think one of the last thoughts I want to say about the teaching thing, I think that's really good to go back to. Harrelson might have the, I think Steinfeld is the best performance. Yeah. Harrelson follows it. Yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. they just cover it so well. And uh, I love his – I've done something similar where, like, somebody comes in to have issues. Like, you know what? Take the period off. Relax here in the room for a yeah. bit. I'll get you a note for next period. You go when you're ready. I'll Damn. Teacher. Yeah. And, and I've done that. And I, I always tell my students, even, like, especially when they graduate, I have, like, a list of letters I've written my graduating classes because I always mm-hmm. give a speech at the end of the year. Because I like to depress them. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> emotions. My class is called the feels class for reasons. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I always talk about this open door policy. Where mm-hmm. it's like, if you need anything, the door is always open. Yeah. That's like that's like the line. Even mm-hmm. though it's closed because I eat in darkness <laughs> in my classroom. <laughs> but the door is always open. Yeah. And I feel like that's very much a mentality he kind of had with his students unspoken. And I like that. Yeah. I don't know. I hope you do get to do that in person again. Mm-hmm. I can't Sometime wait. soon. Hopefully sooner. Like I've done it, but not as like not with a full class. I've done it with a few. Right. Because we only have oh, a couple man. of. Yeah, that's we, right. we have a few kids coming. Uh, we do like we do certain kids on one day and certain kids on the next and mm-hmm. back and forth. But I love to. I can't wait to do it again with like everyone in class where I can stand in front and be an idiot and teach with a wand because I'm a dork <laughs> and be bombastic and uh-huh. stupid. Anything else? Any other things you want to mention? Uh, one of the best coming of age movies I've seen in a long time. Man, that's good, and, right? And I, I had been complaining. I think I even told you this. Like, they don't make good high school movies anymore. This, they really don't. And they don't. And this is up there for like a really good high school movie. And this, this is four years old already. Yeah. Like this, man. They need to make more movies. They like don't. This. They don't come often. No. And when they do, it's like it's so damn good. It's we, just we, nice to see. They need movies like this. Kids they need movies like this. Definitely. Like legitimately. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like for every generation, you have to have. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're missing out on like what you need to see. Mm-hmm. Like it's a movie, right? But like the, the general concepts are stuff that are worth talking about. Right. Look at us now. We're gushing and we're like, I'm 28. I know. Right. I mean, it's just like it perfectly 
describes thoughts, feelings, and everything like that. And I think that was the appeal with John Hughes, too. It's like, you can watch, you can go back and watch those movies and still feel, like, yeah. relatable, even though it was, like, in a different, completely it, 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 different decade. It encapsulates. Again, yeah. I, I think eras change. Mm-hmm. Teenage angst never does. does. It. it will always be the same. Yeah. It might even it. get worse. Because oh, the world we live in now. Imagine, like, social media as hardcore as it is now when we were in high school. I know. Dude. I mean, imagine the, like, whole pandemic thing. Like, I think oh, about kids. Like, that's terrible. I have to how so bad for my I kids. know. I like, so bad for my kids. that's so hard yeah. to deal with. But there's just so many obstacles that we have to um, go through, and you just have to get through it, even though if you have really bad hair. Yeah. And then <laughs> you turn it into a movie when you're an adult to talk about your life. Exactly. <laughs> hey, did you make it this far into the podcast? Thank you so much for listening to our show. Please like, subscribe, and follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at Never Seen It Texas. That's S C E N E and then T X. And give us your feedback or maybe even a film recommendation. We may or may not watch it. I want to thank Stephen for joining me today and starting out the new year strong for us at Never Seen It. And I want to give a huge shout out to our technical producer, Rami Garza, and our social media coordinator slash stage manager, Alejandra Garza, for making this podcast possible. All right, guys. Well, until next time, just don't be so awkward. God, why are you so weird?